episode two of Click for Culture. My name is Freddie, and today I have a homie on. Yo, Kevin. I've been for uh, a.m. <laughs> I've been trying to get you on for a few months. Yeah, we touched um, at the New Regime event. Yes, it was. A couple people have hit me up, but you're the only one who actually followed through. Word? Yeah, like a few, you know, in passing. Yeah, yeah. You're the actual only person that kept in touch mm -hmm. since January. You know what I mean? So I rate that. There rate you go, that. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, last, um, last week we had on my homie uh, Renzel Dashington. It was actually, um, it was supposed to be a pilot. And we, it went really well, so we kept it on. And wanna, I wanted to, um, you know, on behalf of the team, thank everybody that listened. Mm -hmm. Yourself, I know you studied to see, make sure I didn't catch you off guard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yo. You gotta be prepared, yo. Fuck it. <laughs> but, man, how you been, man? Yeah, I've been good, man. Just honestly, like I was telling you before, just day by day. Mm -hmm. um, just working, just grinding. I don't let anything stop me, you know? So. Word. And, uh, you know, like... You've been, I've, I caught on to you probably around, I'd say 2009 or 10. Yo, okay. Like, what I noticed about you is you make noise without actually making noise. <laughs> if, 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 you catch, if you catch my drift. Am I off on that one? No, no, no. Like, I actually know what you mean. Yeah. Like, it's actually something I've like. You're loud without making noise. Yeah, like, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Like, I'm aware of that. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of low-key, but I'm kind of out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I kind of I kind of made some moves, but I didn't, like, fully, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Make that. Like, I didn't max out to my full potential yet yeah. at all. Like, I haven't even made a dent in it. In the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I keep plugging. And that's why every few months you'll hear something from my side, my camp, or me personally, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? That is just trying to make a, an impact. You know? So for those who don't know, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I I was ghost until 2009, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like not really into anything entertainment related until I linked up with, um, well, nah that's a lie yeah in 2009 i met up with my first artist a, a female r&b artist okay um what was her name uh rebecca love okay okay we did a few demos we cut a few joints fast forward i had another i worked with another artist h man incredible mm -hmm. work ethic mm -hmm. um fast forward my partner brings millie to me okay um, this is a funny story though like me and millie we didn't like each other at all like we were enemies <laughs> <laughs> yo like we did not I, we had running ins in the past and i was what? like yeah it was like no nah, I, I don't fuck with you i don't fuck with you all right where but my 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 partner was a common denominator he kept sending me his music you guys are off from the south shore right? exactly yeah. but one thing that was undeniable whether or not we had spats or not is that he was retardedly mm -hmm. talented you know what i mean gifted actually because there's a difference between talented and gifted yeah. i consider him gifted so finally i'm like all right yo set up a meeting you know set up a meeting and for the first time in in the climate and in, in the climate that we were in when it was in a meeting atmosphere and it was business related we sat down and it was blessed you know it wasn't in the streets wasn't any foolishness and you know from there it was history you know what i mean we did a we did a crazy run musically mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's that's how i came onto the scene and what like because a thing for myself like i whatever i'm doing i don't mind being in the background and not everybody is capable of that. Yeah. And it seems like you were able to embrace that early on. Early, quickly, you learn, yo, fall back. You know, you don't, like, at, 
probably at a point I was doing too much. And then, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's natural. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're getting into a new game mm -hmm. and you're trying to just make it happen. Yeah. But you have to literally, it's cliche, you have to stay in your lane. And you have to know what to do, what not mm -hmm. to do, how to move, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, within a few weeks, I realized, yo, put him in front of you. Yeah. That's it. Fall back. So I was behind the scenes. Um, I made appearances when I should and when I could. You know what I mean? But Millie was at the forefront, period. And that's the way it should have been. You know what I mean? But, you know, I showed face when I when I when when it was time to show face, you know? So. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of ditty in you. You know what's crazy? Everyone calls me, used to call me yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally, you know, and people to this day still do. And, yo, Diddy to me is like one of the craziest hustlers. Period. Yeah. Period of our generation, of our time. And I look up to him like crazy and I studied him a lot aside from like the antics and the, the mm -hmm. drama and the whatever because you don't like i say you don't have that yeah but that's him yeah but like he's a og in the game and you have to respect him you might not like everything he does but what he stands for mm -hmm. i mean it's like it's crazy and you know what they, like everybody has an opinion on diddy of who he screwed over in the past yeah. and this that, and the third and whatever cool maybe i wasn't there but from what I studied, from what I saw, and I met him, mm -hmm. I went to, I, I, I saved up my money and I went to revolt conferences numerous times. How was that? It was a dope. I went, I went to all, I went to three of them. And yo, like, I can't lie, the, the climate was people trying to meet Diddy, <laughs> literally. But aside from that, at the Fountain Blue Hotel in the lobby, you could just be next to anybody. Like that's, the, in the Fountain Blue is when I met real people, like, I had a full-blown conversation with Neo. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just lounging around the lobby, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, anyway, we had, he, he was doing a question and answer period. And I was the last one. I had people offer me money to get my spot to ask him a question. $1,500, $2,000. I'm like, nah, nah, it's my turn. I'm going to yeah, ask yeah, yeah. him, you know, so. What was the question? Um, Honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> it was, uh, I think, just some, like, just... I was asking if you could give me some do's and don'ts in the in the industry and, and, and on how to get on or like submitting music. Ah, whatever, I can't remember mm -hmm. to be honest with you. And like, yo, talking to the man one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. And I, I told him I admired his humility as well because he was being very, he was letting us know like, yo, the game's not easy. There's times he hasn't seen his family for a long time, the sacrifices he had to make. And I just told him I admired his humility and he's like, yo, I respect him. Just having that moment with him was, was really dope. And like for yourself, like trying to get in the game, uh, what, what was OTB? Was it management? Was it management or was it label? It was both actually, and I was doing a lot of stuff by myself. Um, and OTB being outside, it, like, yeah, outside, outside the, the box, box yeah, music yeah. group, and yeah. there was a there was a running joke that I was the janitor, the producer, the manager, the everything. And yo, I don't care. Like that's yeah. how it goes when you have a startup. You have to wear all the hats at first. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it goes. You know, you do what you have to do. Um, obviously, if you can outsource certain tasks and delegate things, then that's a plus. But my problem was I didn't have people I trust to do that to. Mm. And when you don't have people you trust to outsource to, you tend to take everything up on your own shoulders, right? Yeah. And that's a gift and a curse. You know what I mean, because technically you really can't do it all. You think you can, but you can't. Mm -hmm. And in my new businesses now, I'm re like, I learned from my old businesses and now I delegate like crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I outsource like crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, outside the box music group, 
was a record label and a management company. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I partnered up with my my brother Shaw Money, and um, that's how we did it. Okay, and how well, to get back what I was trying to ask? How was it? How hard was it get, to try to get um, noticed um, when you started up and when you guys were actually rolling? Because coming from Montreal. It's not like we're in Toronto, right? Where there's actually the market and and a scene and a scene and yeah. a culture and a hip hop culture. How how hard was it for you guys? It depends, right? Because I was blessed with extreme talent and a person with a gift, mm -hmm. so that made things a lot easier. You know, like at the end of the day, good music is good music, yeah. and it travels on its own. But promo is not easy. Marketing is not easy. And in Montreal, there was a lot of payola going on at the really? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, it's commonly known. Like, you want to do a show? Okay, for shows. Shows. Okay, okay. Um, I won't say radio. I never experienced radio. Mm -hmm. But practically, like, I'd say half of the opportunities that came our way, payola was involved. 50% mm. of the opportunities were genuine. 50% of it was pay me and uh, you'll get here pay me and you'll do this and it's hard to at first you fall for them but after a while you're like nah I don't fuck need you. that no, no I'm not paying for that you know it didn't feel genuine you know so I'd say it's difficult in this city to really make noise back then but we managed to amass some some really impressive numbers yeah we linked up with DJ Ill Will and DJ Rockstar early on when they used to run hot new hip hop we had a million hits on there um we did we did like we did pretty good numbers on youtube as well like i said good music is not that hard to push mm -hmm. but there's politics so that's when it gets tricky because that class of i guess when i want to say artists where there was blicky there was mills there was mugs C's, mugs there was there was Ma a lot magnum. of dudes, magnum there was a lot of dudes like actually working yeah and that actually set forth kind of like a I guess a scene you can say well, that first, there wasn't really before. First, it was news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of news, course, no yeah. doubt, no news doubt. News opened the door. Period. Mm -hmm. And I only like I've saw him. I only chopped it up with him once. In Fifteen minutes, I learned a lot from him. You know. Yeah. But he opened the door musically for a lot of us. Um, even when there was that, I mean, the the actual event itself was kind of shoddy. But yo, we had a music awards, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember, remember that? Yeah, I remember that. It was whack, but at least we had... Yo, think about it, though. Like, It was something. It was something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now now there's, now it's bubbling again. Mm -hmm. But for a little bit of time, there was nothing. Yeah. But yeah, like we had a scene, bro. Um, it kind of fell through when, I guess you can say, K103 fell through. Yeah. Um, Smooth helped a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I yo, it, it was small. It was local, but it was ours. Mm -hmm. You know, the platform was ill. Yo going up by smooth it was, it was a phone call away yeah yo smooth reached out smooth showed love like yeah. my one of my first interviews on millie strength was with smooth mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that was dope and he showed a lot of love what compared to toronto mm -hmm. <laughs> 93.5 flow yeah compared to 103.7 mm -hmm. is night and day yeah, you know yeah. what i mean but it was that's what we had at the time so we we made do with what we had and did you feel like did you feel like it was worth it at that time? Or even now, in, in hindsight, was it worth it? Yeah, honestly, like, even even logistically, we were getting some good looks. We were getting booked in the private sector. 
and, and like our name started spreading in the Jewish community, and my phone was ringing weekly. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing bar Why mitzvahs. Um, we linked up with some kids, and the kids just loved his music. Like they just loved that that gangster trap shit. Yeah. They just loved it. I was getting calls from parents. I was getting calls from booking agencies. And yo, there was a time we were eating off um, bar mitzvahs and birthdays for these <laughs> Jewish kids. No, I'm serious. Club appearances. No, I'm I'm, I'm really serious. That's funny. Like, I remember we used to get almost like 25, 3,000. Yeah, yeah, a few times, you know, a few times. And it was just amazing looks, you know what I mean? It's, it's and like, I've never, I've, I've always wondered how does a rapper feel when he goes into a bar mitzvah to perform and it's like... You know, like when you're in a on your concert, it's a mixed crowd or it's a white. Even if it's if it is a white crowd, you know, it's your your crowd. It's your crowd. I'll tell but you, the bar mitzvah is completely different. I'll game, tell you a though. funny story. First, we did a birthday, yeah, um, and then our name spread, and then they booked me for a bar mitzvah, and they specifically requested in for kill. I don't know if you remember that joint. <laughs> hey yo, bar mitzvah bar mitzvahs range from like ten to thirteen, I think. I think. Yeah. Personally, I'm not sure, but. So it was some young kids yeah. and um, I'm like, you know, our music's kind of like, you know, hardcore. They're like, yeah, you know, that's the one we want. I'm like, yo, that's what they want. That's what they're going to get. Gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, but a funny story. I don't know if he'll mind me saying this. Yeah. Yo, Millie, God bless. He said happy birthday, bro. To who? At the bar mitzvah. <laughs> the bar mitzvah is not a birthday. And I'm like, yo, I just looked at him. I'm like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> yo, like, but it's it's an odd experience to be honest it, it must be yeah it's a different atmosphere we've we've ripped the club shows and yeah. like the opens and but like doing joints like that yo, it's different and like um when did you guys ever have to move away from montreal like going to toronto or whatnot or even ot or whatever eventually sound wise yeah. we decided to start recording all our records in toronto why um, I linked up with a guy named Sonny Diamonds. Okay. Amazing engineer. And not the engineer that just presses record. That's 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 mm-hmm. that's the technical aspect of what an engineer does. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about an engineer that borderline produces as well mm-hmm. and tells you nah, that's whack. Lets you know like no, nah. you know what I mean? Um so we just felt that. So what I would start doing is booking out week, week, two week slots daily. We would do we would lock in it was expensive i remember sometimes we would do 11 hour sessions per day Shit. yeah and it wasn't all creating some of it was vibing some of it was mm-hmm. choosing sound because thing is in a session it's like as an artist you can just walk in and drop records um millie sometimes he wrote on the road or at the crib but sometimes he wrote in the studio, in the studio. and even i notch my my guy i notch my brother i notch um sid one half of i notch him and yanni he would get inspired and he would chop up a record on the spot so sometimes we would find we'd, we'd be digging through the crates not physically but yeah you know what i mean figuring out samples and making records on the spot mm-hmm. a lot a lot of highway to mills and a lot of the detour were made like on the spot kind of okay you know what i mean so those 11 hour sessions a lot of magic was made like organically mm-hmm. on the spot so it paid off you know but not to say the sound was whack out here, but I preferred Some the sound. Thing. Yeah, I prefer yeah. I preferred the professionality, the sound, and the guidance that my guy Sonny Diamonds was giving us. I think again, it comes with the fact that there is actually a scene and a market there, and in a hip hop culture where we probably we most likely don't have here. So, like a hip hop engineer 
who's he really going to work with to gain that experience you know what i mean right right like the, no you, well there were some there were some spots you know there was like Merker, there was cali um my guy yan down in the port um and then there was planet studios piccolo studios yeah, they yeah. worked with like celine and all these big yeah. heads but you're right like in over there they were just seeing a lot more of whatever like let's say these guys were seeing a few artists per week these guys were seeing like more of artists and like crazy different artists and the experience that they were getting is probably better than the experience they were having mm-hmm. out here personally you know because I mean? toronto's just bigger mm-hmm. and a lot more just going on yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a numbers game at the end of the day right and speaking of toronto like even for us like we're having this meeting and i was like i mean i wanted to like what we wanted to do is cover the culture here but also elsewhere and Toronto is probably one of the places we're, we're going to try to head out to and talk to certain people. Yeah. But, you know, it does t- sometimes takes heading out to other cities to get noticed. Was that the, was that the case for you guys? So fast forward. Well, yeah, musically, um, personally, I don't think we did any shows in Toronto, but mm-hmm. we've done in some in Ottawa and Sherbrooke and so on and so forth. But Canada-wise, the best bet and the easiest bet is always going to be Toronto mm-hmm. for anybody. For us is better geographically is four hours away yeah and it's an hour flight you know and it's like being in the states to be honest with you like so like fast forward past the music into my um when i was getting into fashion yeah. i moved out to toronto for six months mm-hmm. and um yo the opportunities were ridiculous honestly like <laughs> just simple stuff like being at the right place at the right time like you okay technically out here you're not gonna be walking around seeing a celebrity mm. out there you're walking around and drake might walk by you like um, it's nothing yeah, it's nothing yeah. it's regular uh there's more film out there there's more music there's more anything my first weekend there for all-star weekend i was running into just practically anyone you could think of yeah. you know what i mean that's never gonna happen here. so all-star weekend was your first my, no, I've been out, I had been out there all, all sorts. I had been out there a few months earlier to finish the album. Okay, okay, okay. But I moved out there in 2016 for All-Star Weekend. Okay. Um, and it just so happened the, the the place where I was staying was hosting the um, the All-Star game. And in the elevator, I'm running into Curry. I'm running into the Pacers. Yeah. It's craziness, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like, you know, like, you go to industry events here compared to other cities, let's say Toronto or whatever. Down there, you'll, 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 again, you'll fall on people that, you know, kind of understand are, are of the culture or whatnot. Whereas here, you'll just have a few, a few or maybe nobody that's of the culture. So it's ha- kind of hard to connect on that level. It's better now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there's a movement going on. Yeah. And low key is with the kids, mm-hmm. it's with the youth. That's mm-hmm. where the real shit is at. But when in our day, mm-hmm. it was us. It was just us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? There wasn't a mural, you know what I mean? No, there was a mural yeah, fest. Like, you know? There was none of that, bro. Exactly. Like, there, was, there was no real fest where where a Montreal artist could be could be in the lineup at all, bro. Yeah. At all, you know what I mean? So, um, right now though, <laughs> in this city, I, musically, I'm actually inspired. Yeah. Like I'm seeing some of these kids come up. I'm like, you guys are dope. Name a few. Um, oh, you are my favorite artist. Yeah, 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 guys that you you listen to and you're like, oh shit. Okay, well, 
aside from Millie and Trey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, without being biased yeah. or whatever, subjectively. Young Troy mm. right now is my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. I didn't say rapper, I didn't yeah, say yeah, yeah. artist. He produces his own joints and his his EP he dropped was just talking to me, bro. Like, <laughs> his lyric yeah. is like it just fucking resonates with it's me. smooth. It's he, real smooth. So smooth. And yeah. it's just a vibe. Yeah. And I'm all about vibes and energy. You know what I mean? Like it has to make me feel something. Mm-hmm. And I always say like last summer i think it was 17 summer 17 like a lot of his music provided the vibe for many many nights many many <laughs> no i'm serious no i'm serious okay okay i'm a like i'm a like i'm a vibe curator yeah yeah so i set the tone like whatever what, whether you're whipping somewhere yeah there has to be a vibe on the way there um whether we were coming back here and hanging it has to be a vibe like mm. his music set that vibe like he's just smooth and it's impressive, honestly, yeah. to be honest with you. It was like it's it's so important that guys like himself and high class and whoever else is making noise out that's making noise outside the city, they act they're actually still here. Yeah, I think that's dope of them because not the fact that they still live here, but the fact that they still like you know like break bread with with, with other guys in the city. Yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah. him talk to a dirt, you'll see him talk to a lunis, you'll see you know what I mean. He'll be at a new regime event doing his thing. Bro, not or super, he's super humble. Yeah. Like. We'll shoot each other DMs here and there. It's love, you know? Classified is such a humble cat, too. And I'm glad he's winning. And his sound is crazy, period. Like, his last joint he put out, like, I'm still rocking to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you have the the kid, Nate Husser. Yeah, Nate Husser, yeah, yeah. He's like, I won't lie, I don't listen to all of his stuff. Mm -hmm. But what he represents, Ghetto Rock for you, what he's doing, I feel that. You know what I mean? It's something that we never seen. So, it's keep compl- he's like completely left field. Yeah, he's different. He's yeah. weird and is is dope. And yeah. I'm like, yo, do your thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then lyrically, the kid Spang yeah. is kind of an animal right now. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. like he's an animal. Yeah. Period. I think he has some brushing up to do on, like around the edges. Let's say mm-hmm. a little tightening up. But other than that, like yo, the kid's like disgusting. To Definitely. Like, lyrically. And then you can't forget the greats. OG Magnum 357. You know what I mean? Every time Magnum drops (laughs) something, I'm like, God damn, son. And that's the thing, yo. It's like when you're watching like a Charlemagne interview and he always asks the same repetitive question. He goes, uh, do you think you get the recognition you deserve? Do you think you're (laughs) underrated? You know what I mean? The good thing about Magnum, he's not underrated. Mm -hmm. And he he does get the recognition. Even if he goes ghost for a few years, when he pops back out, it's that same it's that same He rarely drops something and you're like, eh. It it always has an impact. It always Always has a punch to it. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's like it doesn't blow up, yeah. That moment that you listen to it, you're like, oh shit. Well, you know what's the ill thing about passion? Yeah. It doesn't have to blow up. You're right. You're right. Yo, a lot of cats in the city and beyond they're still going their gas is their passion and it doesn't matter what the numbers is to them mm-hmm. and that's when you know someone really loves what they do mm-hmm. you know what i mean when they continue doing it without the the crazy spectrum or the fame or the whatever it's like no i love doing this i'm gonna keep doing it because at the level that he's at lyrically like it'd be a shame if he stopped rapping to be honest with you. right and that day will come where maybe he might hang it up but for now like whenever he drops 
it's just fire, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, he has like double entendres and like yeah. all sorts of shit. Like, nah, he's, nasty. He's, a, he's definitely, at, he's probably, to be honest with you, probably top three lyricists out here in Montreal. Yeah. Yes. Depends on what, you know, um, platform you're considering a lyricist as. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's top three for sure. Definitely. Top two, top four, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to brush any feathers, but that's why yeah, I said yeah, top yeah. three, you know what I mean? But I definitely no, I, think that his his level, of, his pen level is like... No, that's the thing. His yeah. writing is yeah. crazy, bro. His pen is crazy. So, so you went from, you were doing OTB music. I still do music. Okay. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still messing with Trey Lamont. Mm-hmm. Trey is one of those kids where it's like, we might, like, I might not like be crazy involved in his projects, yeah. um, but he'll send me something and I'll just be like, no, that's trash. Mm. Like, I, me, one thing about me, anybody, I'm very raw, I'm very yeah, open, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be. Or then he'll send me something. I'm like, okay, fuck. That's like, that's that's like a fucking record right there. And you were just telling me a record I actually never heard that blew up. It's finesse. You um, said it finesse. Was finesse? Yeah. yeah. He wrote that joint out in QC with Steve U. White. Mm-hmm. And I yo, just heard that joint. It went, yeah, it went global. It has a bounce. It was in clubs. It was on the radios. Mm-hmm. So Trey's a very talented. He's a gifted youth as well. When you, when he, he's when a voice, he, man. Yo, when he opens up his chords in front of you and he just starts crooning and you're like damn bro yeah you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean but right now he's figuring out his sound he's gonna put out an ep fall for a real one very shortly you know when that should be coming out before the year is up okay for sure okay um you know i'm 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 on him yeah and one thing about him he's a machine he doesn't need me to be on him at all Mm -hmm. like he's one of those cats who like lives in music he'll get up like a few years I got him a little joint, a little um box and mic and whatever. Yeah. And since then, you know, he just anywhere he's at, he'll try to bring his rig and record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I like about him, you know. Lil Wayne stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but yo, there's no excuse. Once you have a mic and you have Pro Tools, what's your excuse? None. 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 I seen cats record in hotel bathrooms. Mm. I seen cats record on buses. I've I seen, seen cars. Yo, there you go. Like, yo, let me tell you something. Niggas get too fancy these days. Yeah. Bro, there's no um right way or wrong way to create. Just fucking create. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do something. And like I was saying, you went from OTB music to OTB fashion. So basically How did that happen? Tell me. So basically, um, I always give the credit where it's due. Millie came out with a record and he said that he said the line only the bosses Mm -hmm. in the record. Just in a bar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, yo, back up, back up. I think that's something. Yeah. They're off for real, I'm like, yeah. So the first thing I ever did, I went with a cup and I put only the bosses on a cup to to Beach Club. Mm. I brought 30 cups. My word. Wildfire. In four minutes, the cups were gone. Something that simple. Yo, branding is ill. Like, mm-hmm. you could have this blank and it's nothing. You slap something on it that says something. Or that looks like something. Or that looks like something. Yo, I got bum rush, really. And my cups ran out in 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, I think I have something. And then I really started paying attention. 
Um, and then I started making some joints, making some clothes, trying a lot of shit, experimenting. I made a lot of trash at first. A yeah. lot of trash. Like I have, I have a trash uh, room. Where all my <laughs> you keep the trash. Yeah, all my trash designs, <laughs> all my trash. You know, what I mean, I don't mind saying that either. Like yeah. any game I've jumped into, it was barely premeditated. It was one of those things where I'm like, I think I can do this. Like, mind you, I always had a love for passion, but I jumped into this world very like very overnight mm-hmm. so of course there was garbage at first you know what i mean but that's part of any process mm-hmm. and so what what was the um, initially what were you printing what were you doing to like to get into the game yo honestly i call it guerrilla marketing mm-hmm. right so what i would do i would just take my classic logo the only the boss's um signature logo that was my first logo yeah. i ever made and I just blew it up as big as I can, and I would put it in the back of everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I would give out clothes and pieces for free. Yo, if you ran into me <laughs> in, the, in the last two years, you don't have to do nothing. You're getting a piece. Like, <laughs> you just have to like run into me. You're getting a piece, yeah. and it fucking worked, bro. It worked. Like I'm telling you right now, guerrilla marketing yeah. is the best marketing. You know what I mean? So I gave out a bunch of pieces, t-shirts, hoodies, jackets, whatever. And lo and behold, some stuff ended up in Africa. Some stuff ended up in London, LA, Dubai, Toronto, this, that, anywhere. Because mm-hmm. shit traveled. You know what I mean? Like people would go to people's house, see my stuff, steal it, go somewhere else. Yeah. I'd search the hashtag, see my shit in a different continent. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you know? And and has the brand had more effect in Toronto than Montreal? Well, I lived in Toronto. Okay. So I had some, for lack of a better word, clout in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent six months out there really grinding it out. I was living in the Thompson, which is mm. a very known hotel. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would run into anybody there. You know what I mean? Like I met, you know, I met Wanda through, through, um, Dirtwork, mm-hmm. which is another cat in the city that, yeah that like low-key doesn't get enough recognition and I'll, I'll keep it 100 with you <laughs> you were supposed to like dirt work was supposed to be you right now just <laughs> fucking around yeah <laughs> now nah, it's not his fault our schedules never match but yeah <laughs> all good dirt is a dot connected yeah. and i tell him we have a running joke he's a master finagler <laughs> yo this man could get into any room that's real you know what i mean and yo it's it's actually a gift yeah you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I met, I've met Wanda. I met a lot of incredible people in Toronto where I just gave out pieces and it led to some incredible opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's how I linked up with Jazz Prince. Mm-hmm. I, I was in a club rubbing shoulders with him and he he was feeling our energy vibe, and, yeah. and our vibe. And next thing yeah. you know, long story short, we won't get into it. It didn't really pan out the way it was supposed to. But I got some incredible looks out there yeah. in Toronto. But I mean, things, things. I'm, I'm, I'm big on energy too. And even if things don't happen like they're supposed to, like you want them to, yeah, it's for a reason. Correct. It's for everything's for a reason, man. Yeah. It's like my my number one slogan that everyone loves: your energy is everything. Yeah. And I'm a big energy yeah, guy. I'm definitely. big on frequencies. I'm big on the universe. I'm big on a lot of attraction, positive energy. Mm-hmm. So. um Yo, it's like you said. If something might not happen the way it was supposed, the way you intended, you intended it to, to, yeah. Yo, that's just the universe saying, you know what, fall back right now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I live by that. Anything that happens to me, good or bad, 
I'm like, that clearly happened for a reason. As mm. cliche as it may sound, just ride with it. Something I came up with in life, there's no L's, just turnovers. Turnovers, exactly. You win and lose when you die, and you're born, you die. That's it. That's it. And even there's no losses, there's really lessons. Because yeah. any loss I've taken, I came out with a ill lesson, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And so with the with the clothing line because i know when when you're um when you're actually building a clothing line at first most people do it either local or online have you had to like travel for it for it like to act for manufacturers distributors or whatnot yeah. i one thing i haven't done yet is go to china mm-hmm. but that's on that's on the horizon um but in fashion really it's difficult it's it's more difficult than people realize uh first you gotta design it you yeah. gotta get a graphic designer you gotta design the piece you gotta illustrate it you gotta send it. You gotta find a reliable manufacturer. And one thing, you know, a lot, a lot gets lost in translation when you're talking overseas, mm-hmm. where English isn't their first language. A lot of shit just could go sour. Then you gotta, <laughs> you gotta pay. You gotta sample a lot. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay for the sample. Chinese New Years. And yeah, Chinese New Years, <laughs> Chinese holidays. They last thirty fucking days. Um, and they all deal in U.S. currency. Mm-hmm. So that's another problem. Then you gotta pay their tariffs of shipping taxes. Yo, one sample to put out one one collection, let's say it could take you months. Yeah, you know it's very tedious work, and people don't get that. And a lot of people in this game, the average consumer doesn't get what goes into a T-shirt from A to Z. And the number one thing they complain about the price. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. And it's like yo, not realizing that your sample probably costs more than than the T-shirt you look you're selling. All right then. But they don't care about that. Of course not. Low key, you can't even expect them to understand how it works, you know. But I've had people in my DM complain about my prices. Mind you, I haven't launched yet. Just just by the way, like I launched, like the actual line Mm -hmm. launches in September. Okay. So I'm not even out yet. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) So are you distributed in stores? No, nothing, nothing. So this is all out of here, your warehouse. That or is your, your showroom or whatnot. Yeah, like, if you... Not every piece comes from... Well, came touched my hand first, but it could have went to one of the guys on the team, whatever, and then mm-hmm. it made its way. But technically, I haven't physically launched the line yet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's So you're not, still, like, in research development? No, stage. well, no. The, like, the collection is near complete. I'm waiting for my website to be up. And in September, I'm doing a hard a hard launch. Okay. The last two years, really, what I was doing was research, development, marketing, and promo. Yeah. Getting the name out. And that's how my name got crazy in many different circles. You know what I mean? But right now, there's no website where you can physically purchase. And what another thing, what did you learn from the music that like that served as a lesson for hustle. fashion? Hustle, bro. Hustle. But I always had the hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before music, you know what I mean? I just always had it in me. Don't be lazy for one. And yo, just put the time in put the work in bro literally like if you do nothing nothing can come from nothing <laughs> nah period you know what i mean so you have to put the work in bro and that's that's how i just wake up every day i'm just like okay what can i do today that'll further my position what can i do today that'll take me to the next level what can i do today that other people aren't doing mm-hmm. what kind of idea can i cultivate to stand out mm-hmm. that's what i'm always at ask yourself questions and ask other people questions like Yo, I consider myself like a really annoying person in a sense where it's like, yo, if I want to know something, I'm going to probe and I'm going to dig and I'm going to research until I get the answer. I don't settle for nothing, bro. You know what I mean? So 
And there's no excuse really these days. Like we're in an age of information, man. Everything's free. Everything's online. Exactly. Google's your friend, as they exactly. say. Exactly. So there's no reason not to no. have an answer to anything. No. And I don't get cats who just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. Like my guy Gary V. Mm. It's like you, you know Gary mm. V is like yo. Daily V every day. Go to a garage sale, <laughs> scout, cop something at twenty cents, and then turn around and sell it at a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people just love we're in the we're in the excuse era yeah and i'm just like no nah, i'm from a hustler era mm-hmm. yeah, and there's no excuses there's no time for excuses either you're getting it or you're just and you feel, you feel like things would have been different if y'all like musically came out now and then it's really hard to say it's really hard to say and i can't speak for millie yeah. you know what i mean millie is his own man mm-hmm. and he, he he went through his own endeavors and that's one thing i never Mind you, I've had a few businesses that failed, mm-hmm. which is normal. Yeah, I, I, but the thing about me, I try a lot. I try a lot of different stuff, so it's numbers, right? But I never sat there and was like, um, "What if I can't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if takes up too much energy and it's just wishful thinking? I just move forward." So I can't answer that question. You know, if we dropped in eighteen, would we blow? No. But to contrast that. If I'm looking back on a few plays, sometimes I'm like, yo, maybe if we did that play different, yeah. things would have, because I got some ill ill opportunities coming up that like didn't pan out. But I sometimes I think about like that I won't talk about, but I, one in particular, I think if I made a different move, I think we would have been like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i got an opportunity from a cat from a known cat a very big cat but logistically it didn't make too much sense to me at the moment so i declined it but sometimes i wonder what would happen if i went that way you know? if you went that way so keeping in the same like conversation we were talking about earlier with the mural fest or whatnot one thing i, I like with this whole podcast i think about like gatekeepers and people that of and aren't of the culture or whatever mm-hmm. to me personally i think it's a great thing that's going on in that in that whole camp do you do you but which camp uh the mural camp and the yeah. saint woods and the whatnot do you but do you feel like sometimes like it sucks that we aren't we aren't those gatekeepers all right firstly yeah uh, Nate and uh, Zach. Zach, yeah. They're animals. Yes. <laughs> I completely agree. I completely agree. Like, I, I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. They got Sue, they got Saint an apartment and a call. And in Toronto. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, listen, Freddie, it's easy for me and you. <laughs> to be like why not us yeah but i can't i can't no, I, i'm not i'm not even trying to knock the hustle yeah because i've had i've had like like i've broken bread with with uh with nate yeah and sat down in his crib yeah. and smoked up or whatnot yeah and that's not even the, the conversation i'm having at all because i'm not one of those guys that will be like yo we should no that's not even it it's just yeah. i feel like and this i think it's more of a montreal thing yeah that we don't we don't hold enough of the cards no i'll tell you what it is it's actually yeah. simple and i touched on that earlier yeah uh at the beginning i said a few cats hit me up 
But you're the only one that? <laughs> what? I followed up. All right, followed then. Through. Yo, cats have amazing ideas every day. Yeah. We, I have amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a book of things I've written down, things I want to, ideas I want to open. I think I've executed on maybe 10% of those. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're the ones who had an idea and followed through. Yeah. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? And I, sometimes I wish, I want to open a lounge, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I want to open a club. I want to open a freaking, I won't say it before people steal my ideas, <laughs> but I have many restaurant ideas and club ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But did I pull the trigger? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then when you're when you're when you're when you're on the toilet and you're not shitting, <laughs> yo, somebody's out there doing that idea, bro. Yeah. So, yo, shout out to them. Definitely. But yo, honestly, yeah, you know it'd be dope if <laughs> it'd be dope if you know. <laughs> and we're gonna leave it at that still. Definitely. And on your on your side, um, what what what's next for you guys? For you and your team. Well, is it is there a team or is it only you? <laughs> There's a team. Because I see you. <laughs> you. I used to see a team where there was the, with the music. Yeah. But now with the fashion, I see you. Yo. I have some young... Listen, I have some young cats I work with. Yeah. They inspire me, boy. Yeah. Honestly, they, like... Big up, shout out, um... LCG Studios. All right? So that's these youngins. Sam and Adam and Alex. Adam, Sam, you know Sam? No. Sam is a videographer in the city. LCG, what is that? Uh, Le Cour de, des Grands. Oh, La Cour des Grands, yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sam is a cat I linked up with to shoot a video for Millie two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he brought Adam with him. Adam's a photographer, fashion next door, fashion point next door on Instagram. He just showed up and he's like, yo, I'm shooting you. you know, he's very just like that. I'm like, yeah. Okay, cool. And he showed me one picture. I said, yo, you're rolling with me. And I snatched him up that day. And since then, he's been shooting for me. Anything I do, he shoots for me. And so I consider that my team. Mm -hmm. I push them out to do their own thing. Like, Adam, he'll tell you. He was in here. I wouldn't even be here. I'd be like, yo, use this spot as you want. He'd be in here working on music, photos, meetings, anything. And I push them. I'm like, yo, go do your own thing. Go open a little, um, not entertainment, open a little media company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they did. And now they're rolling. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them. Anything, any opportunity I get, I give them business right away. You know, those are my guys. Mm -hmm. So that's my team. Sam does all my video. Adam does my photo. Alex does my graphics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because thing is, in this fashion shit, I have friends, I have family, I have a crew, but I like to surround myself with creatives and get the juices rolling. I'll mm. go, up, I'll go up by their studio and I'll just sit there. I'll just look at them. Yeah, I'll just see what they have going on. You know what I mean? It'll spark an idea. I say, yo, come check me, and we'll chop it up, and then the idea will come. You know what I mean? That's how. That's that's what I consider my team, basically. Yeah. But in the nitty gritty of things, you know what I mean? It's me in the trenches. Mm. I'm designing the shit. A lot of people don't think I've designed myself. Mm-hmm. I design. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? I don't graphic design, but I come up with the ideas for the pieces that I want to see uh, make it into the production line. Mm-hmm. So, but as of as recently, I won't say the name. I have a cat in the city who's um, an OG in the fashion world, and yeah. he's guiding me right now. Yeah. Because yeah. my problem was, uh, I'll be I'll be honest, was organization. 
So he's coming and he's helping me organize because organization is the key to any business. Everything. If you're not organized, your business is going to fail 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, and like one thing I appreciate about what you just said is you're putting forth like younger cats. A lot of guys are scared to do that. Scared to like give up the reins to anything. I think that's super important. It's an exchange. Especially in our culture. It's an exchange. Yeah. I'm older. I'm like, there's like 10 years between some of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're catching knowledge from me based on what I've done. And I'm catching knowledge from them based on shit I haven't done. Yeah, or don't know about. Or don't know about. Yeah. It's a whole different realm, a whole different climate on their side. Mm-hmm. They're literally like the POV from young to old is like different lenses. Yeah. Period. So it's like they're seeing shit from a whole light that you didn't even look at. Mm. So they introduced me to certain energy and I introduced them to certain energy and it's just an exchange. Yeah, yeah, Don't be afraid to exchange. A lot of times in this day and age, people don't want to share knowledge. Mm. They don't want to share information. They don't want to share energy and they don't want to share the money. That's the problem. Yeah. And I'm not like that. I remember I was following uh, Marcus Troy some few years back on Twitter and he said something like, when you share your... your when you share your ideas it yeah. forces you to come up with new ones yo exactly yeah exactly bro it's like yo b's an amazing yo beyonce is an amazing artist right yeah. but like you're crazy if you think she comes up with all that on her own it's a collective it's creative director it's a collective. there's a whole drake team. too drake yeah don't ever doubt his pen yeah, yeah drake's yeah, yeah. pen is disgusting but low-key a lot of the records we hear there's a collective behind mm-hmm. it a group effort a group thinking you know what i mean so don't ever be afraid to link up and exchange ideas yeah and so like on a personal note how's being a new dad changed Yo, things up <laughs> honestly fatherhood is amazing yeah like mine wasn't planned per se mm-hmm. but i stepped up you know obviously I, yeah and it's just beautiful my daughter's name is unique and she's she's the motivation any any dad will tell you like yeah if he doesn't he's a waste man yeah, yeah, yeah. a real a real father will tell you his seed is the motivation mm-hmm. and it's not a motivation just to do stuff it's a motivation to stop shit i stopped a lot of shit based on my daughter i start stop thinking a certain way and i started thinking a certain way mm-hmm. once you have a seed you're not only thinking for yourself, for yourself. anymore you're starting to think for the seed as well the person you created with as well yeah you know it's the selfishness goes away when you have a seat so there's two there's two things i ask for like when i do a prayer or whatnot is to be creative and to provide no That's doubt it. when i pray when i meditate in the morning i ask yeah at night i thank mm. so in the morning i'm asking for all types of shit <laughs> <laughs> and at night when i'm on my knees i'm just thanking yeah sometimes you have to stop asking Sometimes you just have to show appreciation for what you have. Like, that's a problem with a lot of us. It's like, yo, the rat race has us fucked up. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'm serious. The way the world programmed us, the way the system has this program is the rat race has us all stressed out for the guap. And sometimes you have to just relax, bro. Calm down. Relax. Yo, it's not all about the money every Mm -hmm. time. It's not all about the most money, the biggest car, the biggest house, the biggest gear, the biggest this. Relax yourself appreciate what's in front of you you know what i mean and my situation that we're not gonna like go into death in yeah it made me appreciate life a lot more mm-hmm. a lot more yeah. like yo once you have a near-death experience trust me 
you start to really look at life a lot differently. And for me, a lot of shit doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of low frequency petty shit. It yeah. just bye. And has that like has that like affected relationships between you and other people? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, people are disgusting. I'll tell you. No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now. No, I'm telling you. Yeah. No, it's not funny. I'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you. I'm, people are disgusting. Yeah. You know, the people are insensitive and people are very um disgusting. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to get too in-depth, but like, mm. yo, when you go through shit that I just went through, you really get to see the true colors in people and you see motives and you see, you just start to see through people and you see who's there and you see who's not. And um, I never wanted sympathy. I'm, I more wanted empathy. Yeah. Empathy is in the same vein as understanding. Sympathy is in the vein of feeling bad. Yeah. Never feel bad for me. Mm -hmm. but only thing I ask is just try to understand what I'm going through. But I realized if you're not going through what I'm going through, there's no way you could understand it. Mm -hmm. So I just cut people off. I stopped wasting time. Mm -hmm. They were just draining me, honestly, to be honest with you. A lot of people cut me off and I cut off a lot of people. Yeah. And it's fine like that. It's better like that. Just so... Yeah. I don't wish what my situation on anybody, mm. but it humbled the shit out it of must, me. It must. It must, man. <laughs> it must, bro. Yo, like, it, it yo. It makes you realize you're not in control of anything. What? Yo, look at me. Yeah. Do I look like somebody... You know when you hear about that type of stuff, yeah. it, it kind of has a characteristic attached to it. Mm -hmm. Do I look like yeah. that? No. I'm like, I'm Hollywood, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I'm not got Hollywood on Instagram, but, you yeah. know, I'm not flying it. No touches yo death is inevitable mm -hmm. sorry to be morbid death really? is inevitable disease can touch anybody cancer can touch anybody and fucking bad luck or bullshit can touch anybody, anybody. Yeah. so never think you're too big or too bad you know what i mean everything's not to happen to you yeah it can happen to anybody and i'm glad i went through what i went through yeah. as as strange as that might sound I, feel, I believe you. I believe you. I'm not the type to be like, um, why me? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm more like, okay, this happened. I'm moving on. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Yeah. That's why I'm here with you today. Yeah. It's funny, man. It was like, what was it? January? When we, when we saw each other. Was it January? Yeah. January, uh, December or January at the event. Yeah. It was at the event, right? And I was like, yo, we got to do this. Like, yo, give me some time. <laughs> no, I appreciate you. I'm yeah. so humbled you even followed up with me. Yeah, no doubt, man. Because again, like, there's a few cats, man. Because I remember, and it's not to sound nostalgic and all, but I remember when we were running through doing our thing. Like, there's a, there's a few, there's a class. Like, we're part of this class, right? That set foot and said we're gonna do this. Because before, to be honest, with you before us, there were guys, but not like that. Where maybe came with like social media or whatnot, but not like guys that younger kids could look up to. Uh, guys that, like people say like yo i want to do that at all and we and we set foot and we did certain things and now you see kids with young from the younger generations doing bigger and better things from what we started you know what i mean exactly and that's exactly like i think what you're doing now with fashion what i want to do with this with me and my team want to do with this podcast and like i want like i want a, a youngin to be like okay i'll be your intern and learn bro. from me and be bigger than me or better than me later on bro like i said the name of the game is follow through yeah if it's up here put it on a paper definitely i don't want it's on a paper execute mm. execution is the name of the game and i love what you're doing because it's like yo 
you're 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 in the same boat as me where it's like you wake up and you're like i'm gonna be a podcaster <laughs> no but that's why i like about kanye and people yeah, hate about kanye yeah, yeah. it's like they try to limit us mm-hmm. why it's, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like they want like i barely graduated high school mm-hmm. All right. So technically, I'm supposed to be some whatever, some yeah. high school dropout who works at a probably swear. But I'm the type is like, yo, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And no one can stop me. There's no like right or wrong way to hop in a game. Just yeah. hop in the game. Just do what you want to do. Real. So low key by you hopping in this overnight, yeah. you're giving inspiration to the average person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times we'll see a musician of like, okay, they went to school for that. Or we'll see a blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. No, man. The average person, if, if you just execute, you can do anything you want to do technically. Mm-hmm. Technically. This day and age, hell yeah. Yeah, of course. Yo, the resources are there, bro. Yeah. So we have no excuses, bro. So low key, I try to be an inspiration as well. Like, I'm picking up photography, mm-hmm. I'm picking up real estate, mm. I picked up investing, I picked up music, I picked up fashion. And I'm not giving advice to anybody, but like, yo, I find the best way is jump. Yeah, yeah, jump. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I said that the other day, man. Stop wait, waiting for the right tools to do something. Just do it. Yo, jump and learn on as you're falling. On the go. Yeah, that's the best way. Personally. And YouTube University. Yo, straight. <laughs> yeah. Yo, isn't it ill that everything's on YouTube? Everything everything yo you type anything you're into and suggested suggestive text pops up yeah. and it's already knows what you're thinking so where can people uh tell me where they can find you and follow up with you or whatnot instagram hollywood underscore 4am h-o-l-l-y double o-o-d underscore 4am um that's where i'm at most of the time with it eventually when the website is up it'll be at www.onlythebosses.com and uh, we launch in September, and look out for that. There's been a lot of demand. You know about that, bro. Yeah, there's been a crazy demand, and to the point, people send me angry, angry mail. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm humbled about it. <laughs> yo, I don't know. Like, I encourage everyone to start a business. To yeah, be honest yeah, with yeah. you, start something like in sales, and it's like a dope feeling when something you made people want. Yeah. So like. I'm working for people, you know. I can't. I have people I don't want to let down, you know. You what took saying? three weeks off, and it was like, yo, what? What? You just fucked up my routine. You yeah. fucked up my weekly routine yo, right now. You start something, and people start checking for it. They're expecting it, so you can't stop. No, you got to keep going with consistency. Yeah, going, bro. All right, man. Like I said, I appreciate you, bro, for real. And yeah. like, it's an it's, it's really is an inspiration, man. You're fighting through everything, and yeah. you know, like, well, I've known you what ten years now, almost now. A minute, first, yo. I don't know if you remember. One of our first interactions was static, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. I remember I it was over Mil- the phone. <laughs> I think Amelia Mugs are supposed to do a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were doing it. Yo, Woods. No, 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 no. I'm happened. like. Nah, nah. That's not what happened, Woods. I'm like, yo. That's not. No, it was the I'm other like, way around, Whoever bro. this is, is kind of <laughs> spicy right that's now. That's not what happened, bro. You, nah, nah, nah. This, we're supposed to do it. We set up. <laughs> It was me and CT set up. Uh, we wanted to do like a mixtape, a city, a citywide mixtape. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we put because there was kind of like a competitive, you know, thing going on between Millie and Mugs. So he's like, "Yo, let's put them together on a track." Yeah. But obviously, 
we we just wanted to release, but you had more musical experience than us, and you were like, yo, it's not the time or whatnot. Yeah. We dropped it. We went to K1's, we dropped, and you were like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. You know, you hit us up like that, but Mills was like, yo, that's what happened, bro. Listen. <laughs> It was over a decade ago, so I can't remember. But I remember a lot of different people getting spicy on the phone, you know? But yo, with me, personally, yeah. it's never personal. No. Business is business. And if if nothing crazy popped off, no bloodshed, no, no. whatever, link with a person. Yo, yeah. if you can stop any kind of aggressiveness or, or static, stop it. Mm-hmm. And be cordial with people and respect Definitely. people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that could have went sideways. Yeah. Like, niggas know, like, I'm not really the one to toy with personally, mm-hmm. but I'll never endorse that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With me, it's always defense. Like, if you come at me, I'm going to defend myself. But I don't really endorse that type of negative energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you could fix something with somebody, if you could get money with somebody, get if you it. could just do it. You know what I mean? Because it's not that deep. And it was never that deep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Don too. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through. And uh, man, we gotta do this again, bro. No, I'm down, bro. Yeah, no, when you draw, when you, you launch it, let me know. I'll come. Yeah, through. I'm doing a launch party. Yeah. So I want you there. Yeah. I want you covering. No doubt. No so, doubt. Yeah. All right, man. This was episode two of Click for Culture. We see you next week. Peace. Keep a side close, blow away the bullshit Chugging on these back roads If she in the south, ain't no way she turned down She in the train now, it's been yeah. a couple days now Law. I've been in my city going hard for hella seasons Legit, you know I got the paperwork But when the phone ring, you know I'm scheming Skirt, skirt, bitch, I'm beaming Where you at, but I pull up Better have my bread, though If you don't know, swear my dogs pull up I ain't really with the talking I see you when you walked in I wanted you when you walked in I got you, now you stalking That's why I dropped you on the curb My city got too many birds They know I'm nice with the words If I know I can have it I don't really want it less I'm certain. Any false move against the mob, then you know we off in the lurk. OZ, the OG, but the OT, let it burst. We really with religion, gotta keep it triple, triple, that's church. When I rep the one train, know that's for my she people. Know I'm that's a church. Boy. Gotta keep the side close, blow away the bullshit. Jugging on these back roads. If she in the south, ain't no way she turned down. She in the train now, it's been yeah. a couple days now. So glad, so glad you ain't here with me All you did is to my energy Was so drained, so drained that I had to leave I'm better, I'm better, I'm back on my feet